Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? My stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. People who pretend to be adults but actually aren't. Small children hiding in the bodies of adults. Been, Yikes. Been dealing with them all, all week. All week. If I fi- if one of these people with the intellect of a five-year-old and a 55-year-old body, if I beat them to death, is that a crime against a child or does it just count as beating an old man to death? Because mm. there's a guy I've had it with. I'm, I'm over him. He's an idiot. He acts like he's about five years old. And if I have another day with him tomorrow like I had today, I will kill him. This Uh-oh. episode number 621, Leftovers. Will there be any leftovers? This is all shit from another show that we didn't get to do because oh, you talked too much. I see. Kim, there was Long-winded lots of winded me. There was a lot of funny stuff, and then Kim just kept talking and talking and talking, so you didn't get to hear it. Sorry. We're bringing it to you now, though. The calls are going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. If I were to fist this guy, would it be a sex crime against a child or just a sex crime against an old man? Was it consensual? No, it's not going to be consensual. Yeah. I am, in fact, going to wear... I think wear, it would be an old man. I'm sorry, but... I'm going to wear... Probably better that way, right? Yeah, it is. I don't want it to be a child sex crime. I want it to be against an old man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wear a glove made out of shark skin when I do it. Not that's... Because it's I, more protective? No, because I want to rip his asshole out of his body whenever I pull my fist shark out. Shark skin is all scratchy and cuts you exactly. up? Exactly. That's what I want to do. That's what he deserves. Diamond studded. I don't know how people get through life like this guy. I, I don't I don't people know. people are afraid to say anything. That's why. And it, he has issues no no no. what i'm allowed to skate right but what i'm saying is how does a guy like this not end up dead in a pile of his own or in a puddle of his own urine one day how does it not happen how is there any justice in the world well i think that's the beauty of telecommuting no you hide behind the phone you know what i'm saying i hate people hide behind the internet that is true if i worked in an office where everybody was in the office together none of this shit would happen Right, like exactly. like if I could go next door or lean over the wall, because I, I have had old men like this that I worked with before, and I just went and I sat on the edge of their desk, and I said, here's the deal. You're going to pull your shit together, or I'm going to sit on the edge of your desk every day and watch you do your fucking job. Anyway, enough of that. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. Hopefully one day I'll have enough revenue coming through Amazon that I can quit my fucking job. So, I received a present from you. Just a, yes. I guess, an anniversary present. Right. I was very excited about it. I was, I was in fact thrilled. And then I learned that it wasn't really a present for me. That everybody that else is was not. True. Everybody else was gonna fucking touch that is it. Not true. Everybody was gonna touch it. I did no. I, when I purchased it for you, I made it clear to the things mm-hmm. that the gift was yours. You're the one who invited them. Oh my fucking god! Do you want to revisit how this happened? I said, oh, this is going to be so great. And everybody's like, wow, I've always wanted to put one of these together. And then I got a little tear trickled down my face. And I looked beseechingly at you. And what did you say? I wasn't even in the room. Thing three came in here and said, are you going to join us? Daddy said that we're putting this together. And I was like, really? Oh. When I opened it and I looked at you with a tear trickling down my face saying, do I really have to share this with my kids? What did you say? You said... Oh, they really want to do this with you. 
So it was 1,100 pieces of an AT-AT. The best thing to ever come out of Star Wars was the AT-AT. Would you not agree? I guess so. It's a giant dog. I other thought than, you said the Death than, Star was other, better. Other than Boba Fett. Or Boba Fett. The AT-AT okay. is, is the best. I also received a tiny Boba Fett keychain, which was very nice. And I didn't have to share that with anyone. So I, I got it. I looked at it. I was very excited about it. And then everybody decided we were going to put it together the next day. Fine. We start putting it together. And then this is not your average Lego kit. Let me make that clear. There are 1,100 pieces. Some of them very, very tiny. How many of those 1,100 pieces were actually just tiny, tiny Lego washers? I didn't see any of the washers, but my favorite pieces of the Lego things were the single Lego circle thing. I don't know what you call it, peg? Yeah, I guess. the singles. Just a one by one. Yeah. There are a lot of little tiny pieces, and I'm fine with that. I mean, I viewed this as somewhat of a model building exercise, and really, for a long time, it was going very well. And then everybody got impatient and everybody started wanting to work out of their own book. And pretty soon, I don't, I don't know why Lego does this. Lego, let me, give you an, let me give you a hint. When you design these giant puzzles that have multiple steps in them, make it so that each one of the instruction booklets stands by itself. And at the end, you put it all together. That would have been a good place to Correct. start. Yeah. Because what happened was, at some point, I'm working on book one. Thing two and thing one are working on book two. You and thing three are working on book three, mm-hmm. right? Right. And at a certain point, I looked around the table, and none of this shit was going to fit together. Well, thing three and I purposefully built our components, but left out the extra little pieces. Right. Because we knew that you guys had to catch up, because we had the right. last book. Right. But it was a pain in the butt working with her, because... Well, for one thing, you guys had all the pieces sorted out, which, I mean, you kind of have to. It was, it was very nicely, they were all nicely picked and put in little right. piles. Everybody, everybody went through, we picked out every piece, we sorted it by piece and by color mm-hmm. and by size. It was, it was all very, very well, well organized. organized. But then we started to get to pieces where there weren't a whole lot of some. Right. And like I had like a little section where I would put my pieces. Right. And then little grabby hands would come out of the dark and take my pieces yeah. that I already picked. The problem is, and our, I think, I, I don't think our kids are alone with this. If you take kids and you set them around a circular table, right, and you put a bunch of items out on the table, mm-hmm. and everybody has identical items in front of them, the kids are blind to the item that's directly in front of them. They want the item that's across the, directly across the table that they have to reach over everybody else's shit to get so that they can drag it back through everybody's shit and make a big mess. Instead of just looking down and going, oh, I have that right in front of me. I know. So I started getting very verbal about protecting my pieces. Yeah. Like all cat scratch. Right. That's right. mine. Right. And then we learned that because thing one and two jumped ahead, they attached the wrong legs to the wrong feet. Mm-hmm. My adat was some kind of fucking gimpy McGimpsalot adat with feet pointing in different directions, like a dog that had been hit by a car. It, 90% of it went pretty smoothly. I will give that to the Lego people. They made it so that about 90% of the job went very smoothly. The last 10% took four hours. Whereas the preceding 90% had taken three hours. 
of trying to make the head fit and trying to find all these little fiddly fucking pieces that jack together. I understand what you're trying to do, Lego, but let me give you a tip. If I have to make a sub-assembly of about 500 pieces that are then completely concealed by another piece and will never be seen again, make that shit simpler. Well, it has to be strong. Right, I understand, but the head, the back of the head, the neck, right? Mm -hmm. It's composed of about 90 different pieces. But it moves. Yes, and if they would have made it out of just a solid fucking piece with one little spinny part inside of there... It would have been a lot easier. Maybe. I just thought it was funny because when you first put it together and you started walking, not only were the feet a problem, but the head was doing some yeah, funky stuff. Right. Kinda, it looked a little bit like it had been hit by a car. Yeah. the head, Like I said, the head was flopping around like it was yeah. broken. And it's because, again, everybody was building out of their own book, all out of fucking order. So when I went to connect the neck, there were several steps in a book I did not have. So I had to go back and look through shit. The first time I assembled it, there was like 16 connection points that weren't attached. Once I found those, it worked awesome. Yeah, it was interesting. And then, of course, I was teamed up with Thing 3. And she had yeah. this horrible habit. Not only is she like super bossy, insisting that I didn't know how to read the directions. Right, Mom, you're doing it Come wrong. Come on. You're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. I'm like, Miss McCann, she said that I don't know how many times. Yes. And then her next big trick was to point to something, I think, and cover up what I was looking at right. with her hand. Right. So instead of yelling at her or whatever, I just got up and walked away. And she was like, well, come be this with me. And I was like, maybe I will if you stop being an ass. I probably got up and walked away how many times? Ten? <laughs> this is the problem that I have with family projects like this. Because here's thing one, when it, or thing three, when she was working with me, she didn't do any of that shit. She was handing me pieces. We were working together. Everything was fine. As soon as she sits down with you, she starts calling you names, telling you what a shitty job you're doing, smacking you in the face, telling you to fucking pull it together. I don't know why she thinks she can talk to you that way, other than you've just always been her best buddy. You know what I'm saying? I, I guess so. You I have think to start up. she's comfortable with me, so she can tell me whatever she is on her mind, I guess. But yeah, I, no, I was no. actually proud of myself for walking away and, and not taking away from everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It really, it really, that part of you two fighting really sucked the joy right out of it. And well, then, I was trying not to. I that's why I just got up and lied. I know. Because... But I think everybody knows that when somebody leaves him and goes, and just walks away, that a fun time's not being had. So we finally got it all put together. Thing one missed the ending of it because she decided she wanted to go to the movie with her fucking boyfriend instead of sitting around and finishing what she started. And then it was all done. And now it's sitting on top of the piano. But what I find most intriguing about it is, even though everybody was fucking fighting tooth and nail, going crazy, sorting pieces, yeah. everybody wants their own now. Everybody wants their yeah. own giant Star Wars thing. Yeah. Thing one told me that if that's all she gets for Christmas, she'll be perfectly a okay. Mm -hmm. Something tells me that that probably isn't true. Yeah, you don't get Lego shit on discount either. Mm. Like the big kits, Lego's like, ah, hey, you could get them on discount if anybody else sold them, but they don't. That was hard to find. I'm very excited that Dallas is getting a Lego land. I heard that. That's going to be fucking awesome. I think it'll be kind of kind of cool. Some new place to go. Yeah, I think it's going to be neat, and especially because they're replacing a completely useless fucking skate park. That's the best right. part. Right. Yeah, I never understood how I never understood how that thing stayed in business. I mean, it was just taking up a giant chunk of mall retail space and it was empty. Stupid. 
Versus when there's a Lego land, that means I have to go all the time. That's okay. You can take the things. It'll be like a your little bonding time with them. That's not gonna work. Chris Eurista, a Washington, D.C. resident who lives out of a backpack, claims digital technology has replaced the need for his home and his possessions. Many have begun trading in CD, DVD, and book collections from digital music, movies, and ebooks, but this trend in digital technology is now influencing some to get rid of nearly all of their physical possessions, from photographs to furniture to homes altogether. Let's face it, digital files, applications, and web services are replacing the need for many of the physical goods that pepper our homes, crowd our desks, and fill our closets. Oh, except the last time I checked, I don't think an iPad was sufficient shelter from, you know, like the rain. Now, okay, I I was reading this, and this guy, there's several guys that are following. It's called The Cult of Less is the name of the website. And this guy went through a long period of de decluttering his life right to where he got down to just a few technological items and his house okay mm-hmm. but there's other people and, and I, that's fine i think a lot of people would do well with just getting rid of most of the shit they have i, I am almost to the point now where i don't have time for a lot of the stuff i have and it's about to just go because i don't have time for it so why even fucking bother and i get that a lot of young people are like i'm not gonna have any fucking money anyway so why don't i just go digital steal all the music i need fucking get as many movies as i need blah 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 blah, and just keep it all on my computer done and computers now like if you bought a computer today a laptop it's going to be sufficient for four or five years you know what i mean like my macbook my macbook's going on four years old that's a pretty good fucking run for a computer that cost me a thousand bucks right right okay but there's another brand of these douches that they're like i don't need a car i don't even need a house i don't need nothing oh but you know what i do need friends friends who let me sleep on their couch friends who help give me rides friends right you know what i'm saying yeah that's That's why this shit always ends it always ends like this i had friends like this 20 fucking years ago they're like, oh, I don't need anything. Hey, can I crash on your couch? Fuck, you cannot crash on my couch. You know what I call people who get a, get rid of all their shit and they just carry around a knapsack with them all the time and they're looking for places to stay and people to give them rides and ways to earn money so they can get food? You know what I call those people? Hobos? Bums. They're your favorite though, right? No, because they're not the kind of hobos that go, I'm a hobo. You can, I'll suck your dick for a nickel. They're the kind of hobos that think they're yuppies. Oh, no, I'm fucking, I'm a professional. I chose to live this life of a vagabond. Here's the thing. You need a permanent address for a bank account. Most employers are looking for a permanent address. Yeah, but you know what? Anymore, because so many of these fuckers zip over here from other countries to steal my job. Mm. They don't have permanent addresses. They use fucking P.O. Box. Or 85 of them share the same apartment address. Even though they don't live there. Oh, that's you know what I'm true. talking about? Yeah. There was a company here earlier this week that got in all kinds of fucking trouble because people were sleeping at the company. Yikes. Yeah. I don't think that's a good way to go about it. So I don't know. I think it's an, an intriguing concept, and I think by necessity, more and more people are going to have to get used to the idea that you don't have shit anymore. Like, I'm looking at my shelves right now. 85% of the sh- shit on my shelf could be digital. Yeah. And other than the hardware that's bringing you this podcast, I don't even want the rest of it. 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I can see what's up there. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. There's a bunch of shit up here. There's a bunch of books on my shelves and on my desk. And if I could get those in a digital form, they would be on my iPad. There's the hardware for the show, which I'm always going to have to have. You can't right. get rid of that. You got to have the hardware. But then there's a bunch of shit my mom has bought or other people have bought me that I just don't care. I don't need it. Well, yeah, it's that kind of tchotchke stuff. And more and more, you know, they did a study not so long ago that said the people that spend money on experiences are happier than people who spend it on things. Like, instead, if, instead of taking you to the casino last weekend, right? Right. I had gone and bought the fancy exhaust system and fuel management system that I want for my motorcycle. Yeah. I would not have been as happy if I bought those things. Theoretically. Theoretically. So it'll be curious to see how it shakes out. I think thing one is already moving into the I don't need so much shit phase. Yeah, I think um, it's funny, though. Well, we'll talk about it in the next show because she uh, is learning that sometimes she's going to have to go without. Yeah, she's. Yeah, she got. This is, we'll talk about it in the next show. All right. But, but I, yeah, I had to put the clamp on her fucking skull. Mm-hmm. And she was so mad at me for doing it. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, kid. Real good. Next story. A mother of five faces life in jail for killing and robbing her neighbor so she could afford to take her kids on holiday. Hard up, Daniela Conrad from Timmelkamp, Upper Austria, was arrested after returning home from a family holiday in Mar. Makarska, Croatia. <laughs> Gotta pre-read the news, <laughs> At the weekend, according to a provincial crime office chief, Aloise Libble. Looks uh, like some, like, Greek letters uh, going on there. What the hell? I don't know. I stuck some letters in there. That are, <laughs> stuck some Cyrillic letters in there on you. <laughs> okay. The, 30, the 34-year-old mom confessed to stabbing neighbor Hedwig Moser 15 times after knocking her out with a Prosecco bottle two weeks ago. The woman then took 150 euros in cash and gold coins worth around 700 euros from the 77-year-old woman's flat before leaving for a 10-day break on the Adriatic the next day. This story is the other reason why I don't like all these these hyper-mobile modern nomads. Because they'll do shit like this, just take your shit, sell it, and move on. You'll never fucking see them again. But I don't think I love my kids enough to kill somebody to take them on vacation. Come on. (laughs) priorities right we're gonna go on vacation suddenly i don't have money so we're gonna have to kill the old lady next door <sighs> everybody know. cool with that now she gets a permanent holiday in the pokey yeah it's very strange the thought processes that go through people's heads it's like we're, there's a very sad story here in in the dallas area where this woman her husband died she was the mayor of a town right mm, yeah and her family it was falling on economic time. She was using her government credit card to pay for stuff. She had been supposed to help her daughter pay for college and supposedly enrolled her daughter for college, and none of that shit happened. And her life just steamrolled out of control, and in the end, she killed her daughter and herself. Yeah, the day that her daughter was supposed to leave for school. And it's one of the things in the as the economy starts to crater. I mean, not starts to crater, but begins to crater with ever more alarming speed. People are not adapting to the idea that shit is not going to go back to the way it was right this is the new normal things are fucked mm-hmm. and so as a parent i was trying to explain this to thing we'll talk about more in the next show but as a parent it is very difficult when you've promised your child something and you realize that through no fault of your own it's not going to happen you do not have the money to do the thing that you said you're going right. to do and it freaks 
parents out. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know, kids are pretty savvy. They understand probably more often than you want to admit that uh, when you're stressed about something, I mean, they sense it. Right. I think it's better to, you know, maybe scale down the holiday, lower the expectations and be honest with them and just say, look, you know, maybe this can come later. Maybe we'll save our pennies in a penny jar or whatever. And we'll we'll try it again next time. Okay, and I and they'll I, be upset, but and logically, are they gonna be more upset when you kill somebody and you're in jail I, <laughs> now. Now you're not there for the rest of their life. Right. I'm not trying to justify what this lady did. And logically, what you say makes a lot of sense. But imagine this, okay? Imagine that through some something horrible fucking happens, mm-hmm. and we have no money for the next four months, right? Like we're barely just fucking teeth gritting getting by. Mm-hmm. The kids would understand when Christmas time comes, and they don't get nothing. Right. Okay. But you and I, it would be about as bad as if somebody had caved in our skulls with a hammer, right? Because you and I both had Christmases where you didn't get anything. All right. Okay. And that's something you never, ever want your kids to have to go through, right? It's true. That's why, that's why this shit is happening. It's not right, but I can see how people are going crazy. I can totally see how they lose their mind. Yeah, or, you know, who knows what else was going on in this woman's life. Right. And she thought that that was going to be the last hurrah. Yeah, I mean, the crap was gonna right. hit the fan no matter what. Uh, who knows what else was going on? Yeah, people know? are people are just going nuts. I mean, there was a guy on TV today. Oh my gosh, went fucking insane and decided to take out the police station. What? <laughs> How do you think that's gonna work, dude? Yeah, so I don't well, know. It didn't man. work out well for him at all. No, and it's like vacations—they make people crazy. We had an excellent vacation right up until we got home. <laughs> <laughs> And then we got home and everybody was griping and complaining and God. Jeez. <laughs> next story. I like this next story because it has titties in it. Great. Police in France are looking for two attractive female thieves who bared their breasts at a man at a cash point to distract him before stealing his money. The woman in their 20s exposed themselves to the victim as he punched his pin code into an ATM machine in Paris. As he stared at one, the other then withdrew 300 euros from his account before the pair fled with the money. Now, I get this. I get the story, right? I get it. I, I can kind of see in, in my head. I can visualize the guys at the ATM. He's putting in his pen, right? And the chicks are standing right. 10 feet away watching him, right? It's in Europe, so it's actually three meters. They stand away. They see him push his pen in, hit the button. And then one of them real quick runs over. And I'm assuming, how do you think they picked? Like, did they look at each well, other? They in the probably mirror? take turns. Oh, you think they're both equally attractive? One of them wasn't probably. Like, well, I'm a faster runner, but my tits aren't as big, so I'll just I'll be the grabber. And then, I don't know. Then I can see the chick walks up. She shows him her boobs, but I can't see being mesmerized by a pair of boobs for so long that this other person swoops in from the side, puts in the amount they want to take, hits the button, and waits the ten seconds it takes for the machine to spit out your cash. It is weird. Unless, of course, they laid in wait for the right victim to come along. They found the basement dweller, the Cheeto-fingered orange the guy, The guy who was absolutely not going to be able to yes. avoid look, just staring like, at the boobs. Uh, yes. I don't think any guy gets that locked up about tits. Oh, I think you'd be surprised. In the age when you can see as I think many their brains turn off. Really, in an age when you can yeah. see as many boobs as you want just by turning on the internet. Yeah, but you're not expecting them to see them there in real life within grabbing distance. But this is in Paris. There's naked tits everywhere in Paris, right? It's on the fucking TV. 
There's chicks walking around with their boobs hanging out all the time at the beach, right? This is just shocking, though, you know? I mean, I'm thinking about, um, what was it, Erica Badu, who stripped naked downtown Dallas. Yeah, they, they and did. And people just stared the whole time that right. she was doing it. Nobody reacted because they were distracted, obviously. Well, and They're it was, right, that. because they shot, like, the, they shot a, a music video down at Dealey Plaza, and it went very quick. I mean, really, they I saw the whole thing on how they filmed it. She walked to where she was going to start filming the video. Two camera mm-hmm. dudes popped out, and she started walking and taking her clothes off while she stripped, or while she sang. Did you see that she got her judgment down on that, by the way? Yeah, she's on probation. How much do you think the fine was for walking naked through what downtown Dallas? With all your junk hanging out. 500 bucks. 500 in bucks in six kids? Mo- yeah, in front of everybody. Just boobs. Not even impressive boobs. It wasn't just boobs. She was completely nude. Yeah, but the one thing about chicks is you're walking on the street, really, what are you going to see? You're totally naked. It's not like you can see up in your stuff. You're just barely seeing anything. All right. Mm. I, I, I'm i going to pass along. I'm just saying, though. That's so it's perfectly okay for naked chicks to walk anywhere they want, anytime they want. Just girls, though. And I don't know. The problem is with that was that it was an historical site. I think it should have been a lot more. Man, maybe. Come on. They show people, they show, okay, this is one of those things that as I get older, I have a harder and harder time reconciling. It's okay to show people down there video of a dude with his brains fucking hanging out the back of his head while his wife screams and scrabbles over the back of the car trying to stuff what made her husband back into his skull. But a couple tits makes everybody's fucking head blow off. Uh, It's a respect thing. I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, that wasn't a historical event. Right. And, you know, there's numerous conspiracy theories about what exactly happened that day. Hence the constant scrutiny of the videotape. Aliens. This, to me, was disrespectful. Yeah, I guess. But sometimes, I I mean, I'm not saying this is, I don't know. Anyway, we're not really talking about that. I could totally see though, but the power something of boobs like that, that stun people. It's like car accident or a fire or something. Yeah. People get that's true distracted. Do you think our soldiers would be more effective if half of them were chicks with their tops off? Probably. Man, I'm gonna make them like those T-shirts that they have. You know, the swimsuit cover-ups or whatever. Yes. They have like the, the bikini Ugh. body, right? Inked on, right? Right. That's what the yeah. That's what the new uniform should be the military uniforms i want to see some artist in our that's listening to our show now i want a, a nice big mural of people storming over trenches and shit fighting with their boobs out that's what i want to see actually i'm going to make a movie i'm gonna call it pla boobs what nice it would be awesome the vietnam war if all the soldiers were hot chicks with their tits out they were all the amazon women of the cheesy 70s movies yeah, except for I would feel sorry for a girl with her top off shooting a gun because you'd probably get bullet casing burns all over your boobies. That would be sad. But then you could have, you know, the big after battle scene where they're rubbing each other's boobs down with oh a, nice, my God. a nice soothing gel, right? A salve. <laughs> right. <laughs> Hold on a moment. That's Let a me rub some salve on your burns. <laughs> all right. Way to turn it all old timey <laughs> and weird. That's my job. Yeah, you're old-timey and weird yourself. Okay, speaking of old-timey and weird, not not necessarily old-timey, but we were watching the premiere of The Big C last night. Right. You know what my big disappointment that was? What? 
They've been pitching this show for quite a bit of time, and I did not see Laura Lenny taking it in the ass like I was promised. I don't think that's the There was butt episode. sex mentioned very strongly in it several up. times. Anyway. Several times. I thought it was hilarious at, at some of the things that she was saying and doing because we both looked at each other because it's like, it's me. Well, if you like this show, yes, you should watch. If you like our show, you should definitely watch The Big C because it's Kim if she had terminal cancer and decided to use the opportunity to become a complete bitch. But I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. What did you think of the season premiere of Weeds? It was awesome, as expected. Nancy bought one made me sad. She was so mean in this episode. Like, there is an episode between her, or a scene between her and Andy, that is probably the meanest thing that has ever been in that show, ever. Would you not agree? She was purely evil in that scene. You don't think she was being evil? He was trying to say whether he should stay with his fiance. She's like, come, come with me. Come on. Come with me. Come have some more hijinks. That was, it was not nice. I, I don't know. But it looks good. I gotta say, it this is awesome. This so if you haven't been weeds, watching them, you know, they, they rerun them quite regularly. So you can yeah. catch up on the season premiere. I think you can actually watch them on the Showtime website. So yeah, probably check them out. It's worth seeing. All right. You got anything else over there? I don't. Good. They want to call us, where can they call us? They can call our Google line at 214-267-989. Email. show at gmail.com. Thanks, Amazon, for being my sponsor. You guys are awesome. Don't forget, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. Juices on Blueberry.com. Vote for some podcast. Like, whatever you want to do. Help the show. Don't help the show. I have summer doldrums. I don't care anymore. All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing 2. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing 3, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet? Vote for us at podcastalley.com. Mm-hmm.